0: Today, this is Today, we are going to look at the Bible briefly, briefly. Open to John chapter. We're going to start from chapter fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen. But let's look at chapter sixteen. Okay. Well, let's start from fourteen. John chapter fourteen, from verse one. I want to speak about, I want to talk about encounter, the encounter. Should I read? Yes, yes. Okay. Gospel of St. John
1: chapter 14. verse 1. Let's not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may also be. And where I go, you know, and the way, you know. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we you know not where thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus said unto him, i am the way the truth and the life no man cometh unto the father but by me if you had known me you should have known my father also and from henceforth you know him and have seen him hallelujah amen
0: let's stop the first for now when i'm talking about the encounter i'm talking about having let's say face-to-face meeting with god First, first meeting with the Supreme Being. You know, we have God the Father, God the Son, and what? God the Holy Spirit. Every one but now, when you meet God the Son, what does that mean? Does that mean you've met the Father? Hello? This is a yes. teaching. So it means technically you've met the Father because he said, I and my Father are one. My Father lives in me, right? So now, here, the first thing is started here in verse 1 says, let your hearts not be what trouble. trouble we are most of the times we are going through several things we are going through troubles tribulations we are going through trials and diverse temptations and now the first message jesus is telling his disciples here is what let your heart not be troubled. he would have started with any other thing but why did he start with let your heart not be troubled"? Hmm? Any suggestion?
1: He will be living so. He
0: will be living so if you look at chapter 16, verse 1, he said, These things have I have high spoken unto you that you should not be what? Offended. He's he knows that we are when he leaves, you know things will happen. Things will be tough. Yeah. Because when it's like saying you, you had a vision, a visionary, yeah, a person that runs the place. When the person leaves, it's hard for other people to follow unless someone was able to tap into that same vision and understand the vision. So now he said, let your heart not be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. So even in that situation, his disciples, he said you believe in God. So what? Believe in me. They even left him, they saw physically and believed in God. Yes, it's a good sign. But he said, what? Believe in me. In my father's house, there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Now, let's look at that. In my father's house, there are many mansions. Because of time, I would have gone to a scripture that talks about in my father's house, we have vessels. Vessels to honor, vessels to what? this vessels of gold vessels of wood vessels of silver now in my father's house there are many mansions there are also many what vessels now jesus is telling disciples i'm going to prepare a place for you but nevertheless there are many places there already that means even when i am preparing a place if you decide to come before then there is still a place When we are singing, I will make room for two, you and I, Jesus, Jesus here is already going to make a place for us. So before we are even telling him, I'm making room for you, he has already made a space for us to accept us. I've not even gotten to what we want to talk about. verse 3, And if I go prepare a place for you, I will come again, and what? Receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may also be. Yes. And whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know. Yes, yes. Verse 5, Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Thomas is asking, how can we know where you are going? We don't even know where you are going. How can we know? Verse 6, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father, what? But by me now we are all here looking for something because last time we discussed we talked about desire right we talked about faith now desire is according to the other teacher he said everybody has a desire that is what even allows you to even go to God in the first place now when you have desire is when why you even go to god to ask for something okay fine let's let's put it this way if you're not hungry would you want to eat unless maybe the food was too tempting then you now desire for the tempting here oh, yeah. Because technically you are still desirous. You still desire. Yes. So now the Bible says, Write your vision and make it clear that it may run here that what? Read it in Habakkuk chapter 2. Now, when the Bible said, Write your vision, you may not have really. You, this is what you want. This is my vision, right? I've written it down. But now, it might have been that I did not really desire that vision. Listen, let me show you something about desire here. Now, when he said, write it out, okay, I want a car, right? But I'm not really disturbed about this car. That means it is not a burning desire. We have desire, we have burning desire. We have desires to be married, but it is not born. It is not so obvious that you want to kill yourself for it now. Now, when the Bible says, write your vision and make it clear that it will run here that what? Read it in Habakkuk chapter 2. You can turn there. Now, what happens there is that when you write out this desire of yours, even when it was not a burning desire, each time you pass and read it, you're strengthening that desire. Are we together? Now, from I just want a car or I'm looking for a wife to I need a wife. You know, that's two different things. Maybe at first you were, maybe I need a wife or maybe I need to get married. Then maybe, maybe I should get married this year. Then you move on to, I might get married or I should get married. You're not yet there yet. Then you keep reading it, keep reading it till at some point you realize, I need to get married. Now they said human wants are insatiable, yes, according to economics. But needs are what is most important among the wants. We want cars, we want money, but we need to live first. We need to eat first. That is the important thing. Now, when your vision is written out and you keep reading it to the point that it becomes a need, then that's the burning desire we're looking at, what we are talking about. Now, when it becomes a burning, a burning desire, what happens? God will fulfill that desire that is a burning desire. That's why he said in Habakkuk, we should write it and make it clear. That it will run. So, each time you read it and pass, anytime you read it and pass, it is moving. It is alive. It keeps becoming alive. It keeps becoming stronger in you. That makes it a desire. Now, when you're a Christian and you're looking for something from God, if that your desire is not burning, it cannot come. You are saying you want to do miracles. I want to I be a biggest pastor in this life. But You don't even desire to even preach. You don't even desire to even teach people. How do you want to be a, Do you think Jesus will just come down and do miracles on you and then automatically you blow? It doesn't work like that. Most of these people that we are saying today, they started from somewhere to start investing before they got the encounter that has taken them to where they are today. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. So now he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father, but what through me. Now, when we develop this desire, we are talking about the encounter here. When you develop this desire for an encounter, now, what do you need now? Is the way forward to get this encounter. Right? You Okay, you want to buy a car. You have enough money. What do you need now? Is it not where they sell car? How to get where they're selling the car? Now he said, I am the way. When you are asking God for an encounter, you know, it's not everyone that actually understands what encounter is. If we talk about the encounter, it's much more bigger than the word encounter itself encounter, I encounter you, I just, maybe I met you, I met someone along the way. But now in this picture, when we're talking about the encounter, you're talking about an encounter with the Holy Spirit. Encounter with God, encounter with Jesus Christ. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, they are the same. So when you have an encounter with the Holy Spirit, then you've had an encounter with you. Now when you're looking for this encounter, your burning desire for this encounter is what will give you the strength to take a step of faith towards the encounter. We'll get there. That will be in verse 16 or 17. So now, when he says I am the way. Now, when you have this desire, now what do you need to do? You need what? The way. Hallelujah. So now, when you know that, okay, fine, Jesus is the way. Now he said, I'm the truth. And also what? Life. When you keep living a life, when we keep living a life of unholiness, uncleanliness, that's the life of filled with lies. That means we are far from what? The truth. But now you're looking for an encounter. That means you have to change your ways. You have to find a way to walk toward what? The truth. Hallelujah. Now he said no one can go to the Father but through him. But now we are really looking for this encounter. We are looking for the, the Holy Spirit. That means we have to go through who? The Jesus Christ first. When we get to Jesus Christ, then you can get to the Father. Number seven. If you had known me, you should have known my Father also. And from henceforth ye you know him and have seen him. Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father. And it sufficed us. What's your translation saying? You when I read verse seven and verses eight. Verse seven, it says, "If you really knew me, you would know my Father as well. <clears throat> from now on, you do know me and have seen him." Verse eight. Philip said, "Lord, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us." Now they are asking to see God Himself. Mm -hmm. That means even as they were disciples of Jesus, they did not really know Jesus, because Jesus is saying in the previous verse, "If you know me, you've seen my Father." We are asking for an encounter. I don't know. Most of us have already gotten this encounter, but some of us haven't. If you are asking for that encounter, you have to know Jesus first. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verses 9. Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long, yes, have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me? Philip, he that hath seen me, what? Hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, Show us the Father? Verse 10. Believer thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words I speak unto you, I speak not of what? Myself, but of the father that what dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Now, encounter. When you want an encounter, when you get to that breakthrough point of encounter, you have to stop doing the works. You see here, Jesus is the author of finish of our faith. But he's not the one doing the works. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He said that. He said that last week, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he what? Doeth the work. Not me. He is Jesus. He is God. But yet, he knows who responsibilities belong to. Now, when we are looking for an encounter, we have to come to a point that we stop doing the work. I'm not saying stop preaching the word of God. There are certain things that are out of our grace level. Hallelujah. Amen. There are certain things that we cannot do with our level of grace. But when you stop trying to do those things and allow God to do those things, now Jesus living in us does does the work now on our behalf. And now on his behalf, who does the work? God. That means when you are praying and you want to heal a sick person, as far as you allow Jesus to do the work, he heals the person, not you. You are a vessel that Jesus is inside. So encounter doesn't come from outside. It comes from inside of you. We have to stop trying to make it about us. Hello, Are we together? Most believers, most pastors, most Christians, they want it to be about them. The camera should be on me. I am the one doing the miracle. I do the work. I am the liquid matter and the rest. Yes. that's what Most people revolve around making it just about them. But it is much more. Jesus has more power than we can ever fathom. But yet, he said, well, I am not the one doing the work. It is my father that does the that is shared responsibility. So in kingdom of God, you cannot do all things. The Bible says you can do all things through who? But it does not say you can do all things on your own. Now, through Christ, that means Christ does all things inside of who? Of you. I don't know if you are following what I'm going to do. Now, the work now, which is all things, is not done by us, but by who? By Christ. So encounter, we have to stop acting that God starts acting. Do you understand what I'm saying? For an encounter, for you to have this encounter with God, we have to stop acting on our own accord. We have to allow God on Jesus to take charge of the vehicle. We stop driving that he drives us. Hallelujah. Verse 11, right? Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father what? in me or else believe me for the very work's sake so now he's saying then believe me that I'm in the father and the father is me but since you now not see they believe me like that at least believe me for the fact that you have seen the works that my father has done which is what the miracles God has done the miracles all those things he has done at least fine if you are not believing me like direct believe based on what you have seen Most times we say we doubt. Even after you've seen you've seen bread turning to water turning to wine. They are still doubting. Hallelujah. We shouldn't doubt. There is power in the supernatural. The Holy Spirit has much more power than we can understand. Verse 12. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believed on me the works that I do. What happened? He shall do do also and what? Greater greater works than this shall he do. do because I've gone to my Father. Now, when you have an encounter, what do you have next? You have power. You've seen when pastors just, they don't even need to shout or jump up and things will be happening. That's because there's an encounter. Encounter is a gateway to supernatural. It's like, um, okay, imagine going to meet the president. At least by the time you reach there and come back, something should have changed in your life. If he gives you one million, when you come back, can't you use that one million to do things around you? That's an encounter. You go to meet the Holy Spirit, he gives you more than it's not one million, it's more than. Now, when you come back, this power helps you to do anything. So when you have an encounter with God, when you have an encounter with the Spirit of God, you can do greater works than what Jesus did. Are we are we getting the point? Hallelujah. Verse 13 And whosoever whatsoever ye shall what ask in my name that what I will do. That the Father may also be what? Glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep what my commandments. Now this whole place is saying now when you have this encounter, then anything what you ask. You cannot ask when you don't have an encounter. Listen. We are, do you know that at times you pray for something and it's not just coming? Why? Because there is nothing to drive that prayer. Encounter is like saying security clearance. Have you had, do you know what is security clearance? Mm. Now, okay, if you're going to a police station, there's a certain place visitors can enter and stop. There's a certain place a clerical police can enter and stop. But there are places that the, the general police, the main one, the pata, pata, can go to anywhere, Right? Everybody has a certain clearance level, even in the kingdom of God. Now, when you have an encounter, then you just had a collected a, an ID card that has a clearance level. That anything you ask, what happens? He will give you. But when you don't have clearance, you, it's, it make you are trying to enter the place they will say you unauthorized access. Hello? If you, okay, it's like coming to this house without a key. You cannot enter now, unless you try to break the door, which you may not even have strength to break. Now, encounter is just like the key to the door. When you have encounter, you gain the key. Jesus Christ died and he has gotten the key to heaven and earth and hell. Right? Now, when you have an encounter, then Jesus lives in you. Then, if Jesus lives in you, then what happens? Jesus is with the key to heaven and earth, to hell and everything. That means what? You technically what? Has the key. Are we together? Yes. So, encounter brings in everything. Encounter is what we did. The Bible released in that verse "For Verily I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, what he shall do also, and greater works than this. When you have encounter, when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you can do even greater works than Jesus did. I I know most of the time we've read the Bible, Jesus has done so many things. But at some point, I did not release it when Jesus did some stunts. For instance, now, you see in our modern churches, they do this kind of stuff. For instance, yesterday I saw Pastor Chris doing something. I was like, okay, I didn't even know Pastor Chris too is here. He, he carried a bag and he said in the name of Jesus and he threw the bag, everybody further. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Jesus did not do something like that. He didn't use bag to hit people or something. But now, when you have this encounter, he said greater works. So now, with power, with encounter, you can even do more than... What Jesus even did. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, verse 16. Okay. Now, 15. Listen. And if you love me, what? Keep my commandments. Do you know this is a criteria for something? Now, verse 16. This is why what, what, what he said what he said. And I will pray the Father, and he shall what? Give you another comforter. Comforter cannot come when you do not what? Keep my commandments. Are we together? Yeah. That he may abide with you yeah, forever. Now, encounter comes with this comforter. Because when you have an encounter, then ooh, you've met Jesus. And now what happens? Jesus has to give you something, right? Mm-hmm. And this thing is giving you is what? The comforter. Holy the Holy Spirit is the comforter. That's the way they're talking about Jesus. He's, he's the comforter. Emmanuel, God with us. And now the same description of Jesus can be said for the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a comforter. Amen. So when you meet Jesus, what does he do? He did not just come and see. Uh, you, don't, you don't just meet him and go back empty-handed. When you encounter him, he gives you something back, and which is a comforter. And he says the comforter will dwell with you what? forever. Hallelujah.
1: Amen.
0: now, when you keep his commandments, he will ask the Father to give us the comforter. and verse 17, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive. Now, he will give you the comforter, and even what? The spirit of what? Are we together? Yeah. Verse 17, yeah, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seared him what? Mm-hmm. Not. Neither knoweth him, but he knoweth him, for he dwelleth with what? Mm-hmm. With you. And shall be in you so now when he gives you the comforter he will give you the spirit of truth that the world do not see now I will show you something a, a characteristics of the spirit of truth a letter verse 18 I will not leave you comfortless I will come what to you now let me look at chapter 16 let me look at chapter 16 Yes, now, verse 13, yes. Chapter 16, verse 13, can you read? How be it when he, the Spirit of truth is
1: come, He will guide you into all truth. Hold on.
0: Now, chapter 14 says what? I will give you what? The Spirit of truth alongside the comforter. Now, He said in in chapter 16, How be it when the Spirit of truth is come, what? He shall guide you what? into all truths now spirit of truth what becomes our what our guardian angel our guidance so when you are trying to make a mistake the spirit of truth is like hey, yeah, be serious i understand it the spirit comes only after you've received the comforter hallelujah yes read on
1: for he shall not speak of himself but whatsoever he shall hear that shall thou shall he speak and he
0: shall show you things to come. Now, he says, that spirit of truth, when Jesus gives you the spirit of truth, what that spirit cannot speak of his own accord. Mm. He speaks what he hears from Jesus. And now, that spirit, Now one, one of the things I love about the spirit of truth is that what, the Bible says, he shall hear that, wait, yes, what he shall hear, that he shall what? Speak. <laughs> and he will what? Show you things to what? What does that, that mean? Spirit of truth is comes with revelation. That means when they are trying to kill you, the spirit of truth, when he's with you, what happened? He will tell you, see, oh, they have kept gone waiting for you. Are you understanding? Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I love about the spirit of truth. The comforter makes you comfortable. It gives you everything you need. The Bible says, I will give you comfort on every side that you may comfort others. That means God knows that there are times we feel lonely, that times we feel down. But you need to have this comfort that what we can comfort every other person. Okay, for instance, it's like money. Look at this this scenario. If I do not have money and I see a beggar on the road begging me for money, is it possible to give him what I do not have? At least if I have Holy Spirit, you can give him Holy Spirit, like the apostles in the Bible. He said, Silver, I have none, but I I said to you, stand up and walk. Are we together? But now, you cannot give what you do not have. You cannot eat your cake and have it. So now, when you have the comfort that you can actually give it to others. I'm sure we've come across that Bible verse because of them. I don't want to go there. He said, God will comfort you that you may be able to comfort others. With the comfort therein, God has comforted you. So now, God is coming to comfort you. He paid you, pets you, paid you, paid you. You become one. And then other people with plenty of problems will come. Now you now take the pating when you give you now. Pay to other person. As you keep doing like that, he will keep comforting you. So the comforter must come first for you to be able to comfort any other person. You cannot just comfort any other person without the comforter. What are you now giving? If you don't have comforter, waiting the comfort. Hallelujah. Amen. So now when you get the comforter, you get an extra, which is what the spirit of truth hallelujah verse 14 he shall glorify me for he shall what receive of mine and shall what show it unto you that's another thing that the spirit of truth does so when you are praying jesus do this do that the spirit of truth says oh okay He goes to jesus jesus see, okay jesus now gives it to the spirit of truth right the spirit of truth comes back and give it to you they, they're following a chain of command nobody's missing yes come in come in now now they're they're following a chain of command here hallelujah there's a certain chain of command the the, the thing i wanted to talk about was um it should have been in timothy timothy first timothy chapter six which talks about the christian conduct but that's the story for another day there's something as chain of command even in christianity you cannot skip one person and what go to another person you cannot just jump from a ground, a floor member, without anything, without the Holy Spirit, to going to be a bishop. Hello? Are we together? You must follow a certain chain of command. Now, this chain of command here is that that for you to get something, the Spirit of Truth collects it first. From who? From Jesus and gives it to us. Now, when you lack the Spirit of Truth, how do you expect to get something? Are we together? So, the chain of command moves from you to the Spirit of Truth. The Comforter. Jesus. Then who? The Father. Are we together? He said, if you ask anything, I will give you. Right? But no one can go to my Father but what? Through me. Now he is the one before the Father. And now the Bible says here in that verse 14. Verse 14, yes. That what? ye shall glorify me, for you shall receive of mine and shall what? Show it to you. So the Spirit of truth comes before you. Verse 15 All things that the Father hath are what? And mine. Therefore said I that he shall take of what? Mine and what shall show it unto you. So anything you actually need. Anything you actually want, anything at all. God can show it to you. But He will not just show it to you. He has to pass through proper channels. Hallelujah. So we have to make sure that these channels are available if we actually want to get to these things. Are you are you understanding what I'm saying?
1: Yeah.
0: You cannot just get these things without passing through what the proper channel. Someone should turn to Zechariah chapter four, verse six. Zechariah chapter four, verse six. Yes. Six, six. He says, So he said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. not by might, not, not by power, but by my spirit. Says, says the Lord of my okay. okay. Yes. So now, when you're trying to achieve the impossible, listen, this is an advantage of what? An encounter. When you are trying to achieve something your father could not achieve. Hello, are we together? When you are trying to achieve something your mothers could not achieve. When you are trying to reach a height that nobody in your community has reached. But now the God is telling you, this Bible is telling you the word, it is not by what? Your might. It's not by your power, but what? By my spirit. But how can you do it when you don't have the spirit? That means it will be what? By power and by might. Hello? The Bible says the weapon of our warfare, but mighty through what? Through God. So now, if you are trying to be a president that there are nobody in your family has been, and you lack the Holy Spirit, that means it is by power. That means you are fighting a carnal fight. So, is it that you have to find other things that will help you carnally together? Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Now, there is something that is worth noting about the Holy Spirit. The Spirit does not exist on its own. Are we together? Revelation 22 Verses 16 and 17, Revelations 22, that's the last place, I think. Revelations 22, verses 16 and 17. I, Jesus, have sent my angels to satisfy unto these things in the churches. I am not the root, sorry, I am the root, and what? The offspring of David. And the bright and morning star, verse 17. And the spirit, and what the bride say. I, are you, did you see what I said? There? Yeah, yeah. He said, What and the spirit, what and the, and the bride say, Come and let him that heareth say, Come and let him that is what atheist come. Oh, at 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 yes, at first. yes, come. Now, what I want to point out is that first place. Now, he said, I am the tree. You are what? The branches. Hello? And a branch cannot exist on its own. Are we together? The Holy Spirit can exist, but it cannot manifest without somebody. And you cannot also manifest without what? The Holy Spirit. I don't know if you are following. Now, he said, and the Spirit and the bride say, come. Now, he did not just say the Spirit alone, said, we are the bride to who? To Jesus. The church is a bride to Jesus. Right? Mm. Mm. Are we together like we are not yes. together? The church is a bride. So now, it takes the bride and the spirit to work together for manifestation to happen. Why? Okay, if spirits alone would have manifested, then God wouldn't have sent Jesus to die. Mm. He would have just said, fine, spirits, go. go. Go and die. <laughs> but you cannot keep the spirit. So now it takes two to tango. For an encounter to be manifested, for the spirit of God to be manifested through a man, you have to encounter Jesus. When you encounter Jesus, he becomes part and parcel of your life. And now it is Jesus that dwells in you and God dwells in Jesus. And now it is no longer you that does the work, but what Jesus doing the work on your behalf and God doing the work on behalf of who? Jesus. It's a step-by-step thing. Now it takes the two. You and what? The Spirit. Christ. I can do all things. Through who? Through Christ. That's two people. I can do. Through who? Christ. Not I can do all things. So, we have to stop living a one person life. That is the limitation we have. When you live a one person life, when you think it is me. I built this house alone. I did this alone. You remember the, the movie we watched the other day? The man said, I succeeded alone. Yes. Pride. Ego. I did everything alone. I suffered alone. And Jesus told him, remember when you hit your hand and broke? I was the one. That thing should have killed you. So you were not even alone when you were alone. So in your mystery, in the point where we are feeling that we are lonely, when we feel that there is nobody at all with us, remember that what Jesus said, I am with you. Always. And I will send a comforter and the spirit of truth that shall dwell in you forever. So now, we are covered. But only on the condition that we keep his commandment and believe what? On him. We've been talking about, series about faith. Faith is the stepping stone to everything in Christianity. To do miracles, it takes faith. Hallelujah. Without faith, you cannot even encounter the spirit of So today, I'm just beckoning on us. If you have not had this encounter, then you need it because it's one of the most beautiful things you can experience. When the Holy Spirit dwells in you, you can do great and mighty things. You can do more than Jesus has done. You saw it in the Bible. He is Jesus said himself. When you have it, you can do more works than I have ever done. If you've not had an encounter, if the Spirit of God is not in you, most times the Spirit of God came down upon our lives and then due to our nature, we sent them, we sentenced the Spirit of God to death. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. You know, we can sentence it to death. Mm-hmm. I, read, I was reading today a I, place. I wrote it down, I'm sure. I wrote it down. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 14. First Timothy, let's look at that before I close. First Timothy 4. Verses four, yes. Second chapter four, verse fourteen. Neglect not the that is in thee, which was what is it to by, by, prophecy. by prophecy. It's okay. So now the Bible says, neglect not what the gift. When the Holy Spirit is in you and you neglect him, you you forgotten is a gift. You did not buy it. You do not deserve. We do not deserve the Holy Spirit. It is a gift unto us. But the Bible says neglect not. Because I'm sure if you neglect now, the Bible says we should meditate upon this day and night. Give yourself wholly to them. So when you have this spirit of God, walk with it. Stress the Holy Spirit. Let it walk. Are you understanding? Let it be bring forth fruit. But when you stop, you allow the spirit. Oh, yeah, spirit, you just stay. Today me I want day on my day. You, day or day. He will be tired, he will be bored, and he will die off. Hallelujah. And when, it, what, when I mean by dying off, I'm not saying the Holy Spirit can die before some people quote me wrong. It will return to the Father and said, uh, You send me to go and walk, home. there is no work there, they did not use me. So I'm bored, I have to come back to where I belong. You can't expect the Holy Spirit to just come and sit down here and look at Him. Hallelujah. So it's either you put the Holy Spirit to practice, to practical application, otherwise it goes. Remember the story, where uh, the parable where a master gave gifts, talents to his maids, right? One he gave five, one he gave 30, and one he gave one. The one that got one went and buried it. They took it and gave it to another person. So we have to, one, ask for this encounter. Number two, when we have this encounter, we put it into good use. You can, uh, listen, now, every man has a different level of oppression, Level, when let me bring it back to Christianity. We have a level of grace. I may be a singer. I can sing. Heavens will move. Mountains will move. People will fall down. The Holy Spirit will carry. But me, I might not still be able to pray. Hello, are we together? That means my own oppression realm or grace is not singing. But we know the Bible says you can do all things through Christ. You can always pray. But the main key point where you are to manifest. Because the Bible says that we are all part of a body. Mm. That would be another story for a different time. We have different parts. We have the hand, the leg, the nose, the mouth. They all combine for a defining of the body. You cannot expect one person to want to do everything. So you have to be the ear. Today, you can, I can be the ear. You be the leg. You be the hand. The other one. So we come together. But in the states that you leave your ministry, which is your singing, to go to another person's ministry to prophesy. What do you think will happen? Imagine when somebody has been learning to sew for 50 years. And is living so in go and play football. What do you think will happen? You will climb the football fall further. We have to stop trying to operate on another person's dimension. But let's work together to edify what? The body. Are we together? Yeah. You don't have to be better on your own. You can be good on your own, but you cannot be better on your own. There is a certain level I can reach alone, but there are certain levels that I must need people to make me reach. Hallelujah. So when you encounter the Holy Spirit, remember, making you have the Holy Spirit, you are no more one. You are more than one. God says, what is in me? is greater than what? What is in the world? How many is in the world? Plenty, but you, you are more than plenty. Hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit is a whole package. An encounter is a whole package so today do we have any um, questions or do we have any contributions before we proceed to praying and running up the session any contribution uh, should I mention the people to contribute is that what we have to do no contribution okay I hope there's no question any question You know when when we were teaching, when you ask any question now the students say no question nah. that's not say nobody understands it. Yeah, but it, it's also true for some
1: students.
0: Hallelujah. Okay. Hallelujah. So we are gonna ask God to give us an encounter because that is all we need we have to make room for two of us uh, uh, more than two we and them i will make room for two you and i jesus you were all that mothers you were all the mothers i will put you in front all of my land you are all that matters, you are all
1: that
0: matters. I will make room for two, you and I Jesus, you are all that matters. ask god father i want to make room for two of us you're all the mother i need an encounter with the holy spirit without the encounter i can be nothing i can only do all things through christ that strengthens me we've listened he said that it is not by your might, it's not our power but it's by the power of the living god that can make us to do whatsoever we want to do Oh God, Father God, let it be an encounter still with you. And let the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, come now from my life. Holy Spirit come now upon my family. Let it be an encounter of power upon my life. Let it be an encounter of grace upon my life. Let me have a true encounter with your word this day. I'll let it be an encounter with you. Let it be an encounter that can change my life. An encounter that will burn things away in my life. An encounter that will shift my mentality. An encounter that will turn away my ignorance to knowledge. You're I will make room for two. You and I. You are all that matters. You are all that matters. I will put you in front of all my troubles, God. You are all that matters.
1: You are
0: all. Listen, listen. He said, I will give you the Spirit of Truth. And now, the spirit of truth, to, what does it do? It will tell you the things that are yet to come. <inaudible> word Father, let the spirit of truth be endowed upon me right this hour. Let that spirit teach me and let it reveal to me everything that I need for sustenance. Let the spirit of truth reveal to me everything that I need to go forward. Let the spirit of truth reveal to me everything that is important for the manifestation of the Son of God. He said, for this, purpose, for the Son of Man, let my let the spirit of truth be our portion. Let the spirit of truth be our portion. Let the spirit of truth come down upon our that there shall be comfort upon the life, That there shall be comfort upon my soul. That there shall, shall be comfort upon my life. That there shall be
1: comfort upon
0: everything
1: I lay my hands But I let your
0: comfort in my portion. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you Jesus. For you, you are Jesus. Jesus You, you are all, all that matters You are all, all that matters I will put you in front I will put, I will you, put in you in front All my troubles, God, I will put you in front All of my troubles you, you are all My marriage, I'll put you in front of my relationship. Everything that I'll put you in front of everything. I'll put you in front of my marriage, in front of my business. I put you in front of everything. You are all the balance to me. You are all the balance to my family. You are all the balance in everything. rest you can encounter rest when you have what the comforter and the comforter is what will give you rest because comfort is rest now god father i come to you this day i ask you in the name of jesus let me encounter rest let the comforter be my portion he said i will pray that the comforter will come to you i will not leave you any I will not give you alone. I will send out a comforter that will comfort you. God me. let them be comforting. Let me be it. Let it be comforting my life. Let, let me I mean, comfort. be comforting my let there be comfort all around me. Comfort me on every side. Let them be so comfortable in our case of my life. Father will be
1: spirit.
0: I'll put you in front of everything, all God, in front of my marriage, I'll put in front, in front of my relationships, I'll put in front, in front of my money, in front of my account, everything I go through in front of everything. You, the child of everything, Holy Spirit, I put you in front of everything. I put you in front of my life, I put you in front of my family. Everything I put you in front of this day, let everything work together for my good. The Bible says that everything and all things work together for good. For they that love God, let the Spirit of God be in front of everything. Let the Spirit of God be in front of my family. Let the Spirit of God be in front of every of my activities. In my soul, in my career, in my education, in everything that comes say that You are the spirit of Lobby brother. let everything Spirit's g Wildétique brother. Man, man, brother. Man, let, man, man, man. Man. let everything broken so Father, Father we watch. Father we watch. Father let it be on encounter. Let, be an encounter. let be an encounter. open the heavens. Let your, let your rain fall, let your rain fall, let your rain fall. Holy Spirit take charge of everyone. Take charge of Father, let your spirit come down. Let your spirit come down. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, you Lord. Speak to God in any language you want to speak. Speak in tongues. Speak to him personally. Let him understand the depth of your desires. Let him understand the depth of your desires. Speak to him. Whatever is your problem now. He is here to be at the point of your name. this Father, <laughs> let there be a manifestation. Let there be a manifestation. Speak to him in the language that only you and him can understand. He said your spirit will make intercessions and you'll be having broodings that you do not understand. Father, be worship. When God does something, we always have to go back to giving thanks. Let's tell him, Father, thank you for your work for my life. Thank you for the entrance of the world. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the Spirit of God. He's not sufficient under everyone. Thank you for the Spirit of God. He's made available to everyone. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. So oh, I love
1: you.
0: Thank you, Lord, for your word will be after us. Father, we worship you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we worship you for this God. Thank you for your spirit upon our lives. Thank you for the Spirit is making intercessions on our behalf. When the Spirit dwells in us, it makes intercessions in groanings we do not understand. Thank you for the Spirit is already speaking. Thank you for the Spirit has waged war against the enemy. Thank you for your Spirit has fought principalities and powers. Thank you for you have comforted us. Every emptiness in us, I fill that hole with the Spirit of God in the name of Jesus. Let your Spirit dwell in us. Let your Spirit take charge of us. Father, let your Spirit manifest in every one of us We introduce the Spirit of God in everything that has to do with us. I put you in front of everything. In front of our troubles, in front of our careers, in front of our businesses, in front of our relationships, in front of our marriages. I command and I ask. You say, whatever, whatsoever we ask in your name, you will perfect it. We ask this day in the name of Jesus, let the Spirit of God take charge of everything. Let the Spirit of God direct and guide us in the name of Jesus. Take over the will of our life. Take over the will of our family. Take over everything that concerns us. We made a choice this day that we will serve you and serve you personally. Father, take charge of everything. Thank you, Jesus, for your word. Thank you for your sovereignty. Thank you for your supremacy. Thank you for everything you have. Be that exalted in the name of Jesus. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want Let's be glad and let me desire the words. Restore my soul, live in the path of righteousness, for his name's sake. He Do I walk to the valley of the shadow of death? I fear no evil, for thou art with me. The Lord and the staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointed my head with God. My cup runneth over. Show God's goodness and mercy and follow me all the days of my life, and I shall in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us today. We hope to see you again. Thank you. Thank you.